Hi, I'm Maria Theoharis or Velosos. You're listening to So Organised Style Podcast. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us on So Organised Style Podcast today. May is a busy month as summer approaches in the Northern Hemisphere. Today we're talking to Susie, Sarah and Monica. Today we're talking about the Sew Together for Summer Challenge. Thank you, Susie, Sarah and Monica for taking the time to tell us about the Sew Together for Summer Challenge. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Lovely to be here, Maria. Is this the first time the three of you have been together on a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. We've been together in real life. Can you introduce yourself so that listeners know where to follow you? So shall we start with Sarah? Okay. So hi, I'm Sarah. Um, you can generally find me all over social media under So Sarah Smith, which is just all one word. I have a blog, which I, again, started about five years ago which is my first love. And then I'm also quite active or I, I try to be quite active on, on Instagram as well. Yeah. And I think I've been saying probably for about five, five, six years, quite obsessively. But I find that quite recently I'm, I'm getting into sort of crafting and making quite generally, really. Monica. Hello. Oh, hi. So, yeah, my name is Monica, but my social media is very confusing because my Instagram handle is rocco.siena. So most people that call me Rocco Siena, which is fine. <laughs> I remember when I joined Instagram, so it was 2015, and it was my sister-in-law who really roped me into it. She said, oh, you know, I started, I started selling um, some products. It would really help me if you could join. I hope she's not going to listen to it. She's going to kill me. <laughs> 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 and I said, oh, yeah, I can give you likes and I can comment. And it was the same year when I started sewing. So once I actually figured out how Instagram works, and um, so I started to look for hashtags for things I was sewing at the time, I thought, oh my God, this is a whole world. It's, it's, there is a sewing world out there. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's really how me, Susie, and Sarah kind of met. Yeah, so that's been, it's been so good. But yeah, that's it, really. I love sewing. I started sewing in 2015, so it's been past six years. I absolutely love it. But I think my first craft in love really was embroidery which I started doing when I was a kid. That's pretty good. And welcome back, Susie. Hello. I don't have a blog, but I'm very active on Instagram. And I'm Susie underscore. I'm sewing underscore in underscore Spain. Instagram's been a great way for me to share what I do because actually I have got a couple of friends that I've taught to sew here. I mean, I've been sewing since I was a kid, but then I left it like many people for many years and came back in about 2012 and well my husband's not very interested in talking about French scenes or have I got my hem straight so it was sort of tricky and then I found my niece put me on Instagram and it was just amazing somewhere to share but without too much commitment like a blog and yeah and I found Sarah and Monica and that was lovely and we sort of it's strange really to find people we've never met and you, you just hit it off straight away and the three of us do. We live in different places and different backgrounds, different ages, but we've become, you know, it just clicked straight away. And luckily when we met each other, which was a bit nerve wracking, because you think, were you 
we actually like each other when you get there, but we did. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's always that risk, isn't it? Anyway, so we have great plans to meet again when we can. I'm the problem, really, being out of the UK. But when we can, we will be getting back together again. But I remember sitting on my sofa on a dark January night and we were chatting about shirt dresses because Monica said, loads of people have put shirt dresses on their make nine. And we all said, oh, I want to make a shirt dress. Oh, yes, yeah, so do I. So he said, we do it together. We'll have a sew along. And then we had this collective brainwave that we'll make it into a challenge. And we're really encouraged because it's quite a hard, you know, it's quite an involved sewing with buttonholes and collars and all that. So we decided that we wanted to use a very overused word, but empower people to have a go at something, maybe which was a bit out of their comfort zone. So we set off to run the challenge, encourage people with prizes, and also give people the background sort of knowledge. We use lovely Sarah's blog lots to give people tips and tricks and different things. That was the start of it. The sew-along part of it, how did that come about for you, Monica, running the sew-along? We just kind of wanted to give everyone a push because so many new sewists were joining Instagram and, you know, like for me, I was a beginner really. And I thought, I'd love to make it, you know. So we thought if we encourage everyone and instead of judging people and we decide who is the best or something, we just thought, no, we'll, we'll award the prizes sort of at random. So it's all about joining and just trying because most of the time your first is not going to look the best perhaps <laughs> so it's just about trying and Susie and Sarah were really good putting um, the blog together with tips and I think we had a bit of outside help as well didn't we with Diane did someone yeah Diane joined in she did yeah yeah so that was really nice just to give tips you know how to achieve a nice sharp color or how to do the buttonholes properly Mm-hmm. things like that so it was really helpful to me personally as well as well as just making friends meeting new people as well oh it's been lovely we just really enjoyed it didn't we yeah Sarah can you talk about how Sew Together for Summer has been developed so that it's inclusive right from the very get-go we did want it to be an inclusive thing it's quite difficult because a lot of the garments we have chosen they've been sort of dresses and I think when we did the jumpsuit challenge, we sort of tried to broaden it so that actually guys could jump on board as well. You know, make dungarees. And I think when it comes to creating graphics, we've always tried to make sure that the graphics represent the challenge in a, in a really positive way. So, you know, we will have people of different ages, sizes, races, sexes within the graphics as well because you know we do want it to come across as sewing is for everybody it really is but it's something I wish that I had discovered years and years ago I think having sewing being very central to my life is very much a big part of who I am and it's a great way to reach out to other people I live in an extremely rural area so for me the online sewing community is hugely important to be part of that something. And yeah, we wanted to embrace that whole idea within the challenge itself. Yeah, well, we must say that Sarah does the graphics and Sarah is hugely professional. We always think that, you know, and she puts so much effort into it. So Monica and I really appreciate that. We do. We just want everyone to know it's her. her. (laughs) (laughs) That was very kind of you to say so. We we watch, she does one after another, another, another graphic. 
and, and so is perfectionist. So they're always beautiful. But this year, it's we've we've gone a step further, and we've got a, a model with a disability, and a, a lovely model is Sarah's sister-in-law. Absolutely. And this year, and we've had some really nice feedback from a lot of people who perhaps are in a wheelchair or use a wheelchair some of the time, and which was Sarah's idea, I think, to to, to do that. So the the inclusivity, we sort of develop that along as we go, really. But I think that's something that has happened. I think we have had lots of different people joining. I mean, it's 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 not just the UK. We have a lot of people follow, joining in from from Australia, which obviously it's not summer, but uh, we you can usually adapt whatever the challenge is. And and you know the the states and there's a few in Spain. I, I try and get it out into Spain, but it's a sort of slightly different feel here. We're pretty international, aren't we? Sarah Sarah likes doing statistics. <laughs> so she she did statistics the two years ago because last year was a very low key thing. It was amazing how many different countries took part. Absolutely. And last year was a strange year because just before we launched, we all went into lockdown. Yes. You know, it was uh, we, it was at a time when we were all sort of well here in Spain. It was particularly quite scary. I mean, we had police on the street, with army on the street. We were only allowed to go one person in a car and only go shopping one person. I was trying to build a house. So to come and see the builders, I had to take a shopping bag and I couldn't bring my husband. It had to be, be just one of us and pretend I was going shopping and then sort of sneak into the building site. It was a very stressful time. Still stressful, but it was very stressful for everybody because we were sort of dealing with this sort of nightmare scenario as it sort of suddenly descended on us. So we didn't feel it was right to run the full-blown challenge. So we ran a sort of just, you know, join in if you want to loungewear. That was good. Not the same oomph as when we've done dresses and things, but it was good. Monica, so we decided this year, you say why we decided to go with what we're going with this year. Brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just really wanted something fun and you know something that could be interpreted in many ways you know it can be as challenging as you want to you can make a very complicated sundress or it could be something really simple literally loose shape straps off you go but yeah it was really important in something it gives you something to look forward to I know in Australia so it's a bit different but we are desperate for the summer we are desperate for nice weather we are desperate to have something nice to look forward to and almost a sundress represents something positive doesn't it we we are, when I say desperate, I mean, we are literally desperate, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we just need the weather to cooperate with us now, don't we? But I think after a year of living in, in sort of sweatpants and baggy T-shirts and, you know, I've never been a massive one for dresses, actually. But now I've, I've just got this thing in my head if I just want to sew dresses. I want, I want, a, I want a pretty dress. I want some sunshine. Yeah. Just something positive. Absolutely. And it just feels like holiday, doesn't it? When you're making a sundress, to me, it just feels like holiday, like I'm going somewhere or yeah. I don't know. I just like, and I do like to wear them. Well, at the moment, we, we've got terrible weather in the UK. It's just been raining nonstop and cold, it's been dreadful. But I do, when it's dry, I do like to just put a long sleeve top or something, you know, just and wear the sundress over it. So I do make a good use of them. And so many of them I wore to work as well, as long as I have shirt or something smart underneath. Mm. great for the office so it's not just for the holidays yeah can make anything that sounds means to you off you go 
looking forward to seeing what you're making. Because I was thinking with a sundress, I live in Australia and we have warm weather for a lot of the year. And so I thought sundress can also be interpreted as even something, as you said, to wear over a shirt rather than something for the summer. So it actually is quite applicable for many countries, I think, this year. You guys have done a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, some people don't like to show their arms. So we think that, you know, the sundress idea, you can, you can sort of layer and that way you, you, you know, you don't have to expose your arms if you, if you don't like it. We don't want to be telling people what to make. So there's so many different patterns. We put together a pattern pick blog post, which is on Monica's website. But ever since we've done that, I've seen, I keep seeing more thinking, I should have included that. So many lovely different shapes and styles. So it really is a very open world. And as Monica says, you could do something with boning, you can do something very complicated, or you can do something very simple, shift dress with straps, and you're away. We just want people to sew and get their sojos back and, and get back into sewing. I mean, for some people right now, the challenge is just to make something, to literally dust off that mm. sewing machine sit at your desk and make something. Some people have been sewing like mad. They've been unstoppable throughout the lockdown. They really enjoyed it. You know, for someone like that, you want to push yourself and perhaps make, you know, a pattern that you, you know, found a bit complicated or you think, oh, I'm not sure if I can, you know, I can make, you know, just challenge yourself. So for me, I mean, my sojo hasn't been exactly um, alive. (laughs) Even now, I'm just looking at my sewing machines and, you know, I've been trying to make stuff, but I've been reaching for really simple patterns. They're good items. I've made very useful garments that I wear all the time. But let's be honest, there's something about it, isn't it? When you make a dress, just, yeah. I don't know, it's just such a good feeling about it. Maybe I'm just romanticizing the whole idea of sundress. I don't know, but <laughs> it's so good, okay? The patterns, the summer fabrics, it's so exciting. I think that's the thing though isn't it I mean through through lockdown we were all in sort of you know comfy wear and what have you and a lot of us although we were spending so much more time at home we were doing things like homeschooling so very very little actual time to sew and then when you're sort of being mom and teacher and you know therapist even (laughs) through the day all day it's so intensive the last thing I wanted to do was sew on the evening as well and if I did I wanted to sew something really, really simple, just, you know, it wasn't brain taxing. And I think now that things are seeming that much more positive, I want that to be reflected in my sewing. I want to be able to sit down to a project I can really get my teeth into. Mm. And then the other thing too is different things have happened. People have homeschooled, worked from home, had to be home, lockdown. But other things in life happen and you still have to pull yourself through those things. And we all use, you know, sewing, for me, it's always been like the hashtag, isn't it? Sewing is my therapy or whatever. Um, And it's so sad that for a lot of us during this incredibly stressful time, actually, the one thing that usually is really fulfilling did actually get shoved to one side. Yeah. Yeah, And I think think we all do want to sort of re-engage with that again. I know I certainly do. This time with Sew Together for Summer, were you as a group amazed at the number of people who were happy to sponsor Sew Together for Summer this year? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Susie, she's our super saleswoman. <laughs> people can't say no to her. That's not true. But we do get a fantastic response because 
I think I only get out of, you know, all the people I sent letters, I think I only got one that didn't reply. And then others that and nobody said no. So everybody's just, you know, it does. I'm, I'm very low sell. I don't say, oh, we want this, we want that. I go, well, what would you like to? And this is what we're doing this year. And, you know, if you'd like to, we'd love it. But we realize it's, you know, I don't want to push anybody whose business is, is really struggling. So I don't want to be going that, that way. So it's really, you know, hopefully we also try, we do give people enough publicity because we don't just say these are the prizes. We do, Sarah does a graphic for every single one, which we put on our Instagram feeds and stories. And then Sarah also puts it on, has it on her blog. So if anybody wants to read more about this, it's all on Sarah's blog in terms of the rules and all the prizes. So we're, I haven't counted them up recently, but we're, we're near 50, if not over 50, which is, is great. And there's some, you know, really super prizes there. So we're, you know, people are always more generous than I expect them to be. So it, 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 it's lovely. It's very nice. They're very, very kind and generous. It almost gets to the stage that we feel like we have to sort of turn around and say, and say no to sponsors. You know, we, we get sort of people approaching us that are wanting to give things. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. It's a lot of, we have to have a cutoff point because it's too, it's a lot of work to keep suddenly doing graphics at the end. And, and also, obviously, it's going to be a lot of work at the end to make sure everybody gets their prize and the admin work, as you might imagine. The <laughs> number of hours you have to put into admin is, is quite demanding and we're not gaining anything from this. Literally, when we started this, we just thought how lovely it would be. And we still just have, it's, it's still the same. We have absolutely nothing nothing to gain from it just put it out there because i've had some strange comments in my inbox um, a couple oh. of years ago we're not getting paid for this obviously <laughs> but if someone wants to pay us be here for it you know <laughs> <laughs> no just joking you know my husband always says this is like a job <laughs> you're doing this it's the hours you put in it really is yeah yeah so obviously at the end you know making sure the prize gets to the winner etc so you know our reputation is not in jeopardy <laughs> right at the beginning especially when we first started you know those years ago it felt at the time as if the sewing community wasn't that big it was certainly very international yes but it was nowhere near as big as it is now and we just thought you know it felt sort of um i don't know we're just bringing all these people together you know because some people would sort of occasionally comment on what you're making and you know it just it felt like a good way of bringing these people in and you know start making friends because even if you never meet in real life it's just lovely to have someone online to go to and we've been such good friends I mean we've been through some difficult events in our lives you know in the past five years and it's been so good to have Susie and Sarah there just at the end of the phone so yeah it's, it's just lovely it's been so nice so we do like to sort of encourage people and do something yeah. which is for the sewing community, but some of it is doing it for the three of us. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> because it gives us a great focus together and, you know, we work, to, we work together on it and we do make a good team. We all, we've all got sort of different skills, but we all have the same sort of focus, the same sort of work ethic, if you like, how we want things to be. Yeah, it's special doing it with Sarah and Monica and it amazes me before I joined Instagram I was a bit I'm not on Facebook or anything I was a bit anti-social media how I can make two such good friends and as Monica says you know we're we're good friends behind the scenes as well for, for other nothing to do with sewing you know to do with the rest of our lives that's quite amazing to me that I can 
I can make such two good friends this way. Really nice. So yeah, I encourage anyone who's, you know, feeling a bit lonely in their sewing, you know, just if sometimes you just feel like I don't know what it is sometimes you just sort of like someone even though you never met them but there's something about the way they pose the way they write the captions you kind of relate to that person so <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> it, it was funny how sort of <laughs> how instantaneous it was when, when we three started chatting because I mean there's, there's plenty of people I sort of chat with casually but the, I think there's the barely a day goes by that we we don't message each other it's, you know it's yeah yeah you know quite often now when I'm doing something one of my the first thoughts that I have is oh I must tell you know Susie and Monica you know <laughs> whether it's something really small or it's something absolutely uh, life-changing yeah yeah best of friends but that's it so you know if you don't hear from you know from either of them for a couple of days I always just assume like something must have happened yeah you okay okay yeah. yeah I'm fine just busy okay <laughs> yeah yeah hello what are you doing what's going on no it's, it's nice and it's quite so it's great to have a hobby that's brought us together like that and now we're just hoping that you know COVID passes to to uh, at least allow us to sort of get together and I don't know, have a sewing retreat or something would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Three days away, just, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably take our sewing machines and not use them, will we? <laughs> we'll just sit around <laughs> chatting. <laughs> It'd be a lot to catch up on after a year of not being together. More because Monica came out to me two years ago, yeah? Yeah. And it's five years ago since the three of us got together. What, is it? Four and a half. Oh, God, this is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that. But, yeah, that was... um. Was certainly a good trip. I just couldn't believe all those fabric shops just in sort of one town and haberdasheries. <laughs> Spain is a good place. Spain is a good place to go to. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people sew here. People do sew. Well, normal years, there's a lot of events, you know, weddings are huge, 500 people. So people, a lot of people go to weddings. It's first communions, there's baptisms and people sew and make their clothes or they have a dressmaker make them. I should think there's probably 10 or 12 professional dressmakers in oh, my wow. town. It's a small town. A lot of the shops, what they're selling is quite fancy fabric. What I can't get is jersey and things like that because they don't, wouldn't think that that's worth making. But yeah, it's interesting. And Oh, and flamenco dresses, of course. I mean, I'm in South of Spain, but everybody needs a flamenco dress with all the many trims and lace and spots as you can squeeze on nice just to feel the fabric because ever since I started sewing I just been buying online and you know I do have favorite shops that I really like and but sometimes you are disappointed when you get the fabric because the color is not right or you know so obviously I'm grateful great very grateful for the online shops I just wouldn't be able to sew without them how lovely is it to be able to go in and just oh I was just I was a nightmare in these shops stroking the fabric <laughs> I was behaving like it was like I don't know if I was locked up in a cave for 100 years and then got released (laughs) I took Monica into my local shops and they recognized her from Instagram it's made my year my life (laughs) I have to tell everyone about it I'm just always have to tell people about this famous so famous (laughs) so that our listeners know what to do where should they go so that they can get all the details about Sew Together for Summer? Well, follow the three of us on Instagram. and But the place to get all the detailed information is Sarah's blog, which is sosarahsmith.com. 
and you'll find all the prizes, the discounts. We haven't even mentioned discounts. We get discounts as well. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. And some of them are finished, but a lot of them are still going. And you'll find the rules. The rules are very simple, but it's really make a garment, tag it. And we get, but there is a particular tag to use, which is S21 entry. Because, I mean, we like people to tag sew together for summer with all their plans, because we love seeing what people are going to be making and it gives everybody such great ideas. But for the actual entry, we have a particular tag this year because other years we get, we really do get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of entries. And it, sometimes it's difficult to sift through all the work in progress. So we've, we've given them a tag, which is hashtag S21 entry. And that, make, that means we can we can um, make sure we those go into the draw at the end of the challenge. Yeah, it just makes it easier to pick them up rather than just having to sew together for summer hashtag. Just we get so many entry, you know, just posts in there. So we want to make sure we don't miss anyone. So yeah, having the separate hashtag might seem a bit annoying to some, hopefully not, but it just makes it cleaner and easier, uh, more transparent even. It's part of the entry criteria. So that, that makes sense. That's it. No, it just makes it much, much easier to make sure everyone is entered. If we spot someone who hasn't used it, we do tell them, we say, well, put this on so that they don't get missed. The other thing to say is that there's still time. I mean, the challenge to sew together for summer, to sew a sundress started on the 21st of April, but it keeps going to the 21st of June. So there's still time. So don't feel that, you know, it's something that you haven't got time to sew a sundress. Plenty of time left. Good, because I haven't started mine yet and I really need to get a move on. <laughs> Only, I know that's so rare for you, Susie. You should be on version 10 by now. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm getting slower. I just need buttons for mine. I've done one for my daughter, that's finished, and just need, so I'm just looking at it, that's why I'm just, <laughs> just right there. Oh, yeah just you know just remind me i need to get those buttons but that's gonna that's gonna take me ages to decide which buttons well you've got to the 21st of june there we go thank you <laughs> i'll uh, keep you posted <laughs> <laughs> on instagram with the hashtag <laughs> maria i hope you're going to make one and join in yes i've got a sewing weekend coming up so i think i've got a sundress pattern i'm sure i've got fabric somewhere so it won't take long Okay, good to hear. We'll be checking. Fantastic. I'm glad about that. Oh, I know. I have to do it now, don't I? Yeah, (laughs) you really do. (laughs) (laughs) So for listeners, Sew Together for Summer, you go to Sarah's blog and we'll have the links on the podcast show notes. People can find the rule, the discounts to encourage them to sew more and the hashtag. And they've got until the 21st of June, but start thinking about it and start Instagramming what your plans are and inspire others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not just about what you sew, it's it's about encouraging other people around you to sew as well. And joining with other people. I mean, often these challenges do bring people together, not just us, but other people. Someone said to me yesterday in a comment, said, where do I find someone to sew with? And I said, we're all sewing together. Start talking to people. Or it misses someone that you like, you know, it's uh, you really can make some, some lasting friendships. You know, don't feel embarrassed approaching someone. I mean, I've seen so many people where they just say, oh, I, I saw you posted about this pattern, you're planning to make it, I'm planning to make it too. And then they just sort of make it together and then they post the end result, you know, side by side. It's lovely. 
sometimes you have to make an effort to make friends, <laughs> you know, don't just wait for people to approach you or something. So if you feel a bit isolated um, in your, you know, because of the hobby is kind of solitary, so on your own, then just go out there. Most people will be quite happy that someone likes them. <laughs> or is it just me? <laughs> I do think there's some people, there's some of the most generous people out there. And I think we, we do like to share what we know and help, don't we? No, no, people are very generous, I think, with their time and their tips. So anybody starting out as well and not sure knowing where to start or difficult patterns, you know, ask for help. Yep. Absolutely. Ask anyone on Instagram. Yeah, make sure you follow Susie, Monica and Sarah. Thank you, Maria. It's been lovely chatting to you, Maria, and being my sewing pals. Oh, it was lovely. Really enjoyed that. You're welcome. Thank you all so much for being on the podcast. And listeners, make sure you get your entry started for Sew Together for Summer and finished by the 21st of June. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Cheers, Maria. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode about Sew Together for Summer was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Susie, Sarah and Monica. Sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Sew Organised Style Podcasts, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Post any questions or suggestions you have on our Instagram account at Sew Organised Style or on our website www.seworganisedstylepodcast.com or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time and we also hope to see your entries in the Sew Together for Summer Challenge. Stay safe, everyone.